0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day. We study God's word and we head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that God has given us. I am Pastor J.D. Ambrosio of Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. I invite you to check us out at SOH. Dot church while you're there download our mobile app it is a free mobile app that's got a great online community that you can join also it's got a ton of great resources and a digital bible which is going to come in handy while you're out and about and also on this podcast when you are watching the stream and like today the words will not work again so I uh, invite you to open that up now, because we're going to continue our study in the Gospel of Matthew. I want to start off uh, by just acknowledging something that I heard this morning. Uh, A friend of mine from the community, Doug King, uh, unfortunately... Passed away, and uh, I was uh, connected with his awesome wife, Erin, uh, this morning. And uh, you know what I really, really admire about Doug? Doug was born with a disability. What what I really admire about him was that he used his disability as a platform to be an advocate for those who, you know, were also in the difficult situations. His life was not without challenges, but Doug really, he he started an organization called wheels in motion. He ran for public office. Um, He was a tremendous advocate for making sure that those who have disabilities are properly represented and uh, that there are accommodations for them in, in, public places. And, uh, I just, uh, Doug, I pray for you. I pray for your awesome family. Uh, he survived by his, uh, awesome wife, Erin, who was just probably the best companion that, uh, that, it, Doug could have asked for. I've watched uh, you know her support him, you know, over the years and uh just Erin uh, our thoughts and prayers uh, go out to you and I've already expressed anything that we can do. Uh, we're here for you. And then on the way into uh the office here, you know, I had uh I I had uh you know, quite a weekend myself and my son Joel. We uh, jumped on uh, jumped in the car early Saturday morning. Got to Smith Point Park at uh, 5:30 a.m., which is uh, somewhat the start of uh, Fire Island, and we hiked 12 and a half miles to uh, uh, to, from the park to the end, which is uh, the Mariches Inlet, and then came back. So it was a heck of a day. It was uh, really an awesome experience. uh, And uh, but I lost my car keys out there, (laughs) so my wife had to come and uh, and get us. And as I got to the office this morning. I realized that, uh, I didn't have the keys to the office. So I had to turn around and and head back and I'm huffing and puffing a little bit. And, you know, uh, I, I, and I come across uh, just an accident, a, a really bad accident. And, uh, so I get, you know, stopped again. And I'm just thinking to myself, I said, you know, it's like there, you never know what people are. Are going through. And it really made me think of out of Ecclesiastes where it said, you know, to everything there is a season, right? A time to be born, a time to die, a time to laugh, a time to mourn. Uh, And, you know, that's why I believe Jesus says, hey, just tackle what you got in front of you today. Tackle what you have in front of you today. And some of you may be in uh, a place where I was on Saturday. Forget the keys where, you know, I'm just kind of enjoying the day and taking in. Some of you may be in crisis or dealing with something, uh, uh, you know, some struggle. And just uh, I just pray for strength over you to tackle today. And why I really wanted to start out talking about my buddy Doug is because, uh, again, he used his life as a platform to go ahead and to help those who were, uh, who were dealing with what he, you know, what he was dealing with and some of those daily challenges. And th- we're going to read out of Matthew chapter 10 today. And we're going to read Matthew 10, starting with verse 1 down to verse 8. And it's going to end with, Freely you received, freely give. And it's very simple to talk about, hey, you've you freely received blessings from God, <clears throat> freely give from that place too. Um, and I will say this, you know, I, I don't believe that God strikes people with you know challenges. I, I think this world has enough challenges of its own. We live in a world that does have Uh, Evil in it. Uh, And there's not a single person within the sound of my voice or anywhere on the planet. That doesn't at some point, uh, you know, sh- go in and uh, go into a situation where they are uh, struggling uh, or they come across a uh, an instance. Uh, and actually, Aaron, I just noticed that you are on the live stream uh, today. So uh, just know uh, I love you. Uh, and, um, you know, you and your husband have been just, uh, and a blessing in my life and an inspiration in, in my life. I just opened up the chat here and I saw that you, uh, you are here. I didn't, I didn't tell Aaron, I would be talking about this this morning, but it's just been on my heart heavy since I, uh, since I heard. Um, so, uh, you know, what, what I'm, what I'm getting at is, is that we all go through, you know, significant struggle in our lives in different areas. And, you know, a lot of it, you it's not something that we, that we asked for. It's not something that we had any control over. Now there are other things that we have put ourselves in to that position, right? I've made some significant mistakes in my life. I've gone down roads that, you know, if I had the wisdom or if I, honestly, if I listened to God when he was prompting me not to do it, uh, I went down that road, but it allowed for me to have a a testimony uh, to, you know, it allowed me to have a a testimony to share and a lot of times when you're sitting down with someone uh it, the fact that you've gone through what they've gone through whether it was something that was way outside of your control or whether it was something that you messed up on um it makes you incredibly effective and that's what we as the church really want to be in this world is effective and a lot of times the challenges that we face really set the stage for us you know, somebody who goes through life and doesn't have any challenges or doesn't have anything to overcome, which I really don't think exists, but misses the opportunity to take that challenge and turn it for the good is really it's a missed opportunity. Um, so, you know, I just pray that, you know, you examine your life and just say, all right, well, what are some of the areas that I struggle in and realize that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, for those who are called according to their purpose? And when you go through these experiences, there are a tremendous opportunity for you to now make an impact in that area because you're not the only one. And you may feel like the only one sometimes going through the challenge, but you're not. And your strength can be a strength for others. Amen. So we're in Matthew chapter 10 and we're coming out of Matthew chapter nine. And if you remember Matthew chapter nine, the gloves really come off. Not only is Jesus going out there and casting out demons and healing the sick and, and, uh, you know, basically, you know, knocking down all the work of the devil out there, uh, all the work of the evil and, and really freeing that region up. But he's also getting a lot of flack from the religious leaders who don't appreciate what he's doing, who are, you know, scared of what he's doing, uh, who don't want their religious order, uh, mixed up. Uh, they start really coming after him because he's, you know, forgiving sins and, you know, ultimately doing things on the Sabbath as we see in the other gospels. Um, <clears throat> so this is where really the, even the disciples following Jesus are starting to see that it's not going to be all cakewalk and roses, right? It It, it is going to be a challenge and you have to wonder what's going through their mind at this time. um, that they are going, that they're watching Jesus get rejected. Well, now we come to a point in Matthew chapter 10 where Jesus turns to the disciples and says, Okay, I'm going to impart the same power into you. I want you to go out and do these things. So I'm going to re- start reading here, starting with verse one. And having summoned his 12 disciples, he gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out. And to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness, so we are seeing in the old covenant it was a transactional nature of working with God you bring your your you know your tithes your offerings and you get blessed and forgiven for the day and you head off and you come back and you head off and you come back and um, now we're starting to see a transformational and transitional part of the covenant where the power and the authority that is on jesus is now being transitioned to his followers and jesus as it says here gives them the authority over unclean spirits cast them out heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness verse 2 says now the names of the 12 apostles are these simon who is called peter andrew his brother James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax gatherer, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him, Judas is going to have that tagged on him every single time. Uh, We know Judas, and so did Jesus, by the way. Jesus walked with him, ate with him, loved on him, despite knowing uh, that he would be the one that would betray him. Something to think about there uh, as well. Verse 5, these 12 Jesus sent out after instructing them saying, Do not go in the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter any city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So you see, Jesus is telling them to preach that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. There was a imminency there. There was an urgency there. You may say, Why go to uh, the, the Israel first? Well, there's a few reasons for that. One is because Israel, you know, was obviously God's people of the old covenant, um but there was certainly a sense of urgency there because with the closing of the covenant in that first century, what was happening was there was a building up Right. Remember, this starts out with John the Baptist saying what to the disciple to I'm sorry, to the Pharisees, to the people. He says the axe is already at the root of the tree, meaning that this is going to be the last generation of the old covenant. And many of you know, I talk about this all the time in 70 A.D., one generation from what we're reading right now, Rome would come in and kill Almost everybody. He, they would destroy the temple. Uh, when we get to Matthew 24, we'll talk more about it. But, you know, they tore down the entire temple. There was never an animal sacrifice from that day uh, in, in that temple like setting. And the reason why Jesus is sending them to these places is eventually. You know it would be revealed that the Gospel was for the Gentiles as well, but they had to go to Israel first. They had to start making an impact because israel's time, that ancient Israel generation was very, very short. It was only a uh, it was only a generation left uh, for them, so there was imminency there Now we know because Jesus himself went into Samaria that Jesus didn't have a problem going to the Samaritans. We know from him dealing with the centurion and healing the centurion's servants that Jesus didn't ha- Jesus was blessing everybody. But when he sends them out, you know, it may be a comfort thing too. He sends them to their own people first. Uh, you know, not uncommon for, for anyone in any training scenario to set it up like that. So you can think of it a few ways, but from a covenantal standpoint, Jesus is starting the ministry to. Israel first because there was a very short period of time again for that generation. Okay. So it says, go to the lost sheep of Israel. And as you preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse eight, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons freely. You receive freely give. They witnessed Jesus doing all of these, these things. And we know Jesus in the Gospel of John turns to his disciples and says, you'll do greater things than I because I go to the Father. And this is somewhat of a precursor. Jesus places the Holy Spirit upon them and says, go out and do the things that I, that you have witnessed me do. And he's showing them that as long as you have me, as long as you have my impartation and my blessing. You can do the things that I do. And ultimately, he says, you'll do greater things. Because we know what this leads to. The physical Jesus imparted this into them, and they went out. And as we're going to continue reading over the next couple of days, he gives them further instruction on what to do while out there. And we're going to equate that to our life, right? Because wh- what do we say all the time in this? We get together for the 1%, and then we head out to the 99 You are going to leave this study today, and the world is your mission field. You have the opportunity to bless this world with the light that is inside of you. If you get anything from our studies, I want you to be empowered, like these disciples were empowered, to go out and face any challenge. Remember, he says, not only heal the sick, he says, raise the dead. And my belief is that you're going to come across someone today that feels like they're dead inside, that feels like they they don't have a future and a hope. And the hope that is inside of you, the hope that is inside of you is going to impact them in this life and the next. This past weekend, we had Baptism Sunday at Sound of Heaven. I'm going to be posting some videos on that, and it was just an honor and a privilege to uh, baptize the men and the women that are making, and children uh, that are making the awesome decision to um, allow for their inward belief to be an outward expression. And that's really the life that God is calling us to, that what we believe on the inside manifests itself on the outside. Amen. So my prayer for you today, as you head out, let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for all my brothers and sisters that are on this stream with me today that are listening uh, anywhere where you get your podcasts that they would just feel charged on the inside to take both the blessings of their life and the challenges of their life and to head out into this world and to use those things for the good. And that good is to be a light to this world, to be the salt of the earth, to go out and to impact the areas of their life, the areas of this world where their experiences and their challenges can go ahead and be an example. Make that decision today, that the struggles that you have, that the situation, no matter how dire, that it's not going to take you out that you're going to stand up strong by the power of the almighty God and that you are going to take this moment and you are going to allow it to propel you into a life where you can help people that went through and are going through the same thing that you're going through, that you can recognize also the areas of your life where you are blessed. And as freely as you've been given in those areas, as freely as you give, realizing that you are a vessel. I am a vessel. What does a vessel do? A vessel gets filled up and poured out. Filled up and poured out. And I pray that God fills you up at this time with hope, with love, with joy, with peace, with patience, with strength. I pray strength for you in this moment. Strength to get up. And get out there and be willing to pour out into this world. Because you know what? The world needs you. Uh, The world that consisted of those who were disabled needed an advocate like Doug King. And for the days of his life, Doug was an advocate for those who he could have just sat back and just said, hey, this is my life. But no, he went out and he was very public about advocating for those who are in the same situation. And that should be an inspiration to us all. So I love you all. My name is Pastor J.D. Ambrosio. I am with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. invite you to check us out at soh.church. You're listening to the 1% Christian. Remember, 100 starts with 1. So now that we've got this out of the way, go out and do something amazing for Christ's sake. Have an awesome day.